The Who and How Club is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you all know, I've been in therapy for almost a year now. This April 27th will be one year that I've been in therapy. And uh, let me tell you all, folks, it has helped me grow as an individual. A lot of people ask me, hey, do you really think therapy helps? And my one word response to that is yes. Uh, Therapy can be used as a tool, just like money, just like other things in this worldly life that we all live and share together. Um, Therapy can be used as a tool to really help you navigate those emotions, those traumas, those those thoughts that you've that that have been lingering in your entire life and you haven't known or been too too afraid to kind of uh explore or come to terms with them or to forgive or to let go of um so when you find the right therapist or psychologist uh they help you with you know dealing with those things and getting to that point of evolution you know, the evolution of yourself and who you're aiming to be in this life. So uh, when people ask me, does therapy help, Eris? I say, yes, it's helped me and it continues to help me. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and and at peace is hard. (laughs) The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like to, you know, you'd like some tools to help you. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing with stress well. Well, you know, therapy is pretty much the answer to that and can really help you with that. You know, whatever it is that you might need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. That's something that I told myself. I deserve to be happy. I want to be happy. I want to be free from these things that I'm holding on to. So now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So, Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. So I have a special offer uh, to Who and How Club listeners and supporters. Uh, you could get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash who how. Who how is in the Who and How Club. W-H-O-H-O-W. That's betterhelp.com slash who how. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring the Who and How Club in today's episode. Now, let's get to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy Aristejan checking in. You know the slogan, you are the Who and How Club. I am the Who and How Club, and we are the Who's and How's of this world. Without you, without me, there is no we. Welcome to the Who and How Club today. It is March. Happy March 3rd. It's a Thursday. I've been sitting on this episode for a while with all this controversy about the N-word and Joe Rogan and all this jazz. You know, I thought that it would be right to release this guest spot episode that uh, I had the lovely opportunity to kind of sit on and be a guest on. Um, You know, shout out to um, Christian Buddy. He's he hails all the way from Australia and uh, he has his show, uh, The Christian Buddy Show. And he is at My Health Motivator on Instagram. So I made an appearance on his show uh, late 2021. 
And I've been sitting on this episode. As you all know, when I make a guest appearance, I share the episode with all of you as well. Because I, I don't only want to support that brand or that show that I'm appearing on, but it's a great way to just support and bridge listeners and supporters. You know, their listeners are different from mine. Mine are, are different from theirs. So uh, I, I do also believe that these conversations that I'm having with people on their platforms um, are just as important as the ones that I'm having on mine. So... I don't know if the heat is over yet with this Joe Rogan topic, but on this con- on this guest spot that I I made, um, I you know the N word came up, and this was way before the the controversy surrounding the N word recently even you know even sparked a thought or any type of controversy, uh, or video or meme or anything like that or apology. Um, so I thought it would fit. The time that we're in and uh, I I thought that it would be important that I share with all of you who continue to support me my thoughts on the n-word but either way the entire episode has a lot of substance that I feel like a lot of you will learn learn from and gain some perspective from Uh, but just be aware you know the guy who you hear on this uh, episode today uh, this is a version of me that was a few months back. I think it was back in October 2021. I'm def- I've grown since then. We're in March 2022. So either way, indulge in some dope content today. I'm back. I've been, uh, I took a little bit of a break just to uh, recollect my thoughts. I've been making some big moves that I'm going to be announcing soon with all of you. So thank you for continuously supporting. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're happy that it's a new year. We're three months in. Keep the energy up, people. Shout out to Christian. Thank you for having me on the show. You are a great host. Now my listeners will get to listen to your voice and uh, indulge in our conversation, all right? Talk to you all soon. We'll touch base in a week. One. And gentlemen, the show is about to start in 10, 9, 8, 7, Six, five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey, what is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Glad you are here. Welcome to another episode of The Christian Buddy Show. You know what time it is. And in today's episode, we have a very special guest. That's why the episode is entitled The Creator from Within, because I am speaking to another fellow creator. He And to be more specific, I'm speaking with Aries Dion. He is a writer, recording artist, poet, sometimes dancer, model, podcaster. And he runs the Who and How Club. So for those watching on YouTube or for those on the video format, you can see that coming up right now, Aries Dion, the Who and How Club. I've got his Instagram handle there, so you can go ahead and add him. And... I'm just gonna cheek I'm just gonna cheekily promote myself. So if you want to leave a voicemail on the show and we can get back to you in the next episode, you can do that. All the links are provided. But before I introduce my next guest, I want to give you a sample of, of his music. So I'm going to provide you. This is this is the flavor that we're working with today. So um we're gonna just Take it back to a little bit of a chill, chill vibe. Hope you guys can hear that. Gotta think before you talk. Gotta cry before you walk. Keep the focus, get it popping, my nigga. 
Gotta live, let it ride, let you go, let you slide. You know it ain't no stopping, my nigga. We keep it going, going, going. We keep it going. going. Are you feeling? <laughs> you shocked me with that one. <laughs> man, I love your music, man. It's so, it's, um, it is awesome. To, it is, it is so refreshing to hear. Like, you, you really put your essence and soul. And I'm just going to get straight into the meat of this conversation because uh, where do you think the essence of Aries Dion comes from? That's a good That's a good question. First off, thank you for having me on today's uh, episode. I really appreciate it. I've been looking forward to it ever since we connected online. And I know you were uh, touching base with my management and stuff like that. So just thank you. I'm happy to be on your platform. Um, and you shocked me with the track in the beginning. You, you you brought me back a little bit. So I'm like, I, I remember that one. You know what I mean? So thank you. Um, uh, and then I like how you pronounce my name. So my middle name is pronounced Dejan. Oh, my apologies. So Dejan. No, no, it's okay. Eris Dejan. But I like, that's a first for me. So that's a first. So Dejan, you could say Dejan. I'm cool with that. But um, going back to your question, um, you know, it's just life. Like life is the is sort of like the drive for everything. And it makes, like my experience is pretty much the makeup of, of you know, my creativity and stuff like that. And uh, just, you know, just who I am at my core is really, really like, it, it, it flames the, the, the creativity, you know, and how I express myself and stuff like that. So just who I am. Just what I've been through and everything, it, it defines my essence. And like, yeah, it helps me with the creative side as well. I express myself through that. So through music and poetry and podcasting and stuff like that. So I'm really big on, on self-reflectiveness and just, you know, things that I've been through in my life and what I've seen, what I've felt, what I've tasted, what I've heard. Just, yeah, being heiress is, is, yeah, what drives me, you know? Yeah, well said. That's like, life is such a complicated and crazy thing that we're all, a part, we're all in this crazy ride together. And it, was, and it was funny because before we jumped onto the podcast, we had a few technical issues. And yeah, yeah they, these, these, <laughs> these, these robots just don't want us to work together. You know, it's just... Um, it's just, um, you know, I don't know what you call it, God or, or God intervention or, or technical intervention. I don't know what you call it, but but we're here now. So hopefully the we can devil. Provide... <laughs> devil. <laughs> oh, the, the devil. devil. How, how is it that the entire day, the, my everything has been working the entire day and just when it's time where you need it to work when you need it to work and you know something's about to happen you got to participate in something things go awry and you know you got to restart your computer and it's saying oh system failed or whatever it's saying like what are the odds of it happening right when you need it you know it's just weird that that happens often doesn't it happen often too it happens often yeah and it happens often and but I think it's a metaphor for life, and I think life will throw you technical difficulties, but life will also throw you challenges. And mm. as a as a man, as a female, or a male, or a female, or some, or anybody else, it's your it's your mission, it's your job to to navigate those those difficult times and and get and get to the other side. 
and mm. yeah, like do so in a peak. Sorry. Go, go, go. Sorry. Uh, no, like no, I was uh, gonna. I was just gonna say, like, yeah, navigate through those difficult times, and hopefully, um, yeah, there's gonna be no more technical issues. But yeah, uh, well, hopefully, hopefully. But I was gonna ask you, like, how, how, what does navigation look like to you in those moments where you like? Like, are you a person that kind of reacts? Like, you get stressed out, or you're like, oh, my God, and you might bang the table kind of thing? Or are you? do you stay smooth and calm and just trust the process? And, like, how? what does navigation to you, like, through those things look like to you? It looks like uh, – in. so I'm going to take you – to answer that question, I want to take you down a journey. I want to take you down uh, lockdown, uh, the pandemic, corona times. And yes. in, in, in this time in, in Melbourne, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. So in this time, yeah. I was doing a lot of running. I was doing a lot of self-development, working on my own mental state. And, and in that time, uh, I think running for me is the, bi- is the biggest thing because running is you're just, it's just you against you and, you, and, and when your mind wants to give up, yeah, uh, you set a goal, you set a target for yourself and you try to hit that target. Maybe you don't hit that target all the time, but every day you just kind of, you just incrementally get better. And that that's what navigating the world looks like for me. It looks like just incrementally becoming a better version of yourself from yesterday. So yeah, that's, that's what that, to answer that question. Yeah. I like so, that answer. It's the truth. It is the truth. Like you, like when it comes to even competition, you really only have competition with yourself. There is no one else outside of you that you are to compete with. It's yourself, you know? You gotta become a better version of yourself as the days progress. You gotta be able to look at yourself in the mirror and accept what you see, but also want better and also recognize how you've come, you know? You can change, you can grow, so... um, you're in competition with yourself, like every minute, every second of the of your day, but it takes a level of self awareness to understand that, you know. Absolutely, and I think, and I think most people, or even myself, we, I, I get stuck in the in the mindset that I'm not, I'm not moving the needle, I'm not moving at all, but that's because I'm so far in the game, I'm so, I'm so close to the heartbeat of everything that. I don't realize that I'm actually still moving and then maybe I might give up because I feel like I'm not moving, but yeah, it's like, it's trying not to give up. It's trying to have that um, perseverance, that mental resiliency, I guess. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do every day. So, yeah. Why do you, why do you think, why do you think it's so hard for us to like see things when we're so close to something or so engulfed into something like how come we can't be outside of that? Like, why Why does it take, like, something drastic to happen in order to, for us to remove ourselves from that and look, look on the inside from the outside? But when we're involved, we can't see anything. We're so lost and caught up. Why is that? I think it's because, yeah, we have that tunnel vision and we can't see the bigger picture. And it just we just need to step out of that tunnel vision for a moment and center and ground ourselves and just remind ourselves of the bigger picture like what we're here for and yeah this conversation is uh, maybe for people listening it's kind of like 
very not very not very grounded in reality. But I, I like this these type of conversations because I think that sometimes you just need to, um, yeah, you need to think in in a in a different perspective, have a different perspective on life. Mm. Um, if that makes any sense, <laughs> so. It does. It does to me. Yeah. I think we all have our own kind of perceptions of what reality is, right? For sure. So it's like our perspectives and everything are based are based on our experiences in life. So reality could look very different to to each and every one of us as well. So yeah. I want to hit you with a controversial question, and I want to I want to try and I want to try and bring this. I want to try and ask this question to you in in a very respectful, very respectful way, and I, I mean no 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 offense um, to you, but I'm a I'm a white male. If you kind of look at my skin skin complexion, um, and I'm from Australia, so I have no cultural understanding of America. Um, but what does what does the N word mean? Um, like what like you you reference it in your music a lot. And hmm. I'm just coming from a place of curiosity, just purely curiosity. Um, what, yeah, what, 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 what does, what does the N word mean for you? And um, is this an offensive word? And are you asking if it's an offensive word to me or in general? Um, both. I'd like you to to take this answer wherever you like. Like, um, yeah, I, yeah, to both, both. Okay. Okay. Are you awkward or you're good? I'm awkward. <laughs> Where, I'm really awkward. No, no, because, no. Um, don't, be, don't be. Don't be. These are conversations we need to have. These are conversations that we need to have. These are questions need to be asked, and we have to have these conversations. You know what I mean? So I appreciate your question. Um, my response. I don't know how others might take it. Right. I'm speaking from my experience uh, with a word and how I view the word and how I view words in general. You know what I mean? Uh, I do believe that like, there, there are many layers to, to just words in general and that word in particular. We know the history of the word. We know the intent behind the word and what it was used for and who it was used uh, for and who it was used by. And as time progressed, you know, uh, there were talks about us reclaiming this word, and this is a word that we need to reclaim and, and have some empowerment behind it so that if we use it, they can't use it. And by they, I mean, you know, they, you know who I mean. So, so you know, we could look at the history of it and we could look at where we're at today on how, how so many vast populations are comfortable using it because it's everywhere, especially in the music. And then you have the artistic side where it's like freedom of you express yourself however you want just like a comedian a stand-up comedian who's on stage you know like comedy i feel is like the last standing art because it's so freeing when you're on stage being able to speak to to other people and just you're speaking from experience it's raw it's raw and whatever you say on stage maybe you can get canceled for it but most comedians don't really care about being canceled because that is a true art form right it's raw and music is the same way. So like, you know, over time, that word has been used as a term of endearment. A lot of people argue about the ER versus the A, 
you know, if you say the N-word with an A versus E-R, there's a difference with it, you know, but I don't know. For me, I just feel like words exist. I don't think we'll ever be able to get rid of words, you know? but it is the, it's the intention behind your words and what, what you mean by what you're saying, you know, like what, what are, what are your true intentions when you're, are you saying something to harm someone? You know, I could say the B word on all of my songs and I'm bashing women. You could, you could hear the intent behind it in songs. Or I could just be referencing or referring to one person as a B. Will it have the same effect? We don't know. I could refer to myself as the N-word, you know, or I could say the N-word in front of a room full of white people and it's actually the white people who get offended, not me, or like not, not, uh, not my black peers are in the room with me. So I, I don't want to give the people my, like, what I think of the word is that it's just a word that it, that exists right now in 2021. I think we need to be aware of the history of not only that word, but all of the words that we use. And um, I say it just to, it's sometimes as a filler <laughs> in my songs. Uh, sometimes I'm referring to somebody. Uh, sometimes it's like, we'll say it like, oh, really? Come on, man. But instead of come on, man, you're like, N-word, what? <laughs> like, like it's, it's a part of the culture now. It's like, mainstream culture you know pop culture so uh i don't know i don't allow words to like words are going to exist whether we like it or not so it's how it's how we choose to use them and the intent behind them you know what i mean so that, that's my view on it it exists and we can't get rid of it do i get offended if a white person calls it calls me that no because it's a word, you know, it's just like if you were to call me anything and it's to me decide if I get offended by it or not. But, um, yeah. Cool. Thanks for the answer. And, but you gotta answer that question too. <laughs> me? Oh, your perspective on, um, well, I guess what's it like in Australia? Do you hear a lot of people saying it is it like what is it is it a camaraderie thing like you hear comrades using it amongst each other or what well let me let me think for a second because in australia uh we use the word um we use the word cunt a lot um i'm just going to be open i'm just going to be explicit now um we use the word cunt a lot and uh it can mean it can be it can be taken in in two in two generalizations it can be you can say um oh that's sick cunt meaning like yeah this guy's a, this guy's a cool guy to hang out with or it's like that that effing cunt you know like it can be used in two connotations and yeah. much like the n-word i think it kind of comes back to how you what's your intention behind the word when you use it and for me for me ultimately i think i would consider myself having a pretty thick skin so it takes a lot for me, for someone to get under my skin but I, I can't speak for everybody else. Uh, you know, most pe some people may struggle with being called the C word or the N word. And, you know, you got to respect that. So, yeah, ultimately, I'm just respecting other people. I'm just trying to respect other people. And, yeah, I guess you, it's right what you said. It, it all comes back to the intention behind what, what why are you saying this word? Um, yeah. 
but can you, can you find can you find, like I know we have done this as a civilization with certain like we've found real negative words words that only have that negative like impact right like cunt for an example like it wants to be called that but somehow some way just like the n-word we we have found a way to to put uh some funny behind it or have or give it some sort of meaning or some camaraderie behind these words that are really only negative why do you think we've been why has that been a thing for us as people? Like, why are we able to just twist words like that and make them mean other things, even though they are pretty bad words, you know? Like, the history of them, we shouldn't be using them the way we use them, is what I'm trying to say, but we do. So how, how have we been able to, why have we been, why is that a thing of ours to do? I, I think because humans are great at finding the positive in the darkness, like... These words obviously have a darkness to them, but when you when you poke fun at them and you when you make fun and you make light of the situation, then it kind of transcends that evilness and you kind of transcend that evilness and because you're making people laugh, you bring people into a higher light. You bring you enlighten people by by saying the N word and saying the C word. You you kind of yeah, it's it's kind of a way to say to poke fun at yourself and poke fun at other people. And if you're making people laugh, you, you're bringing joy to the world, so I think ultimately that's that's what it is. Yeah. Mm. Life, life is a dark comedy. If you feel it's like a satire, a dark, a dark comedy. It's like everything. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It is. Yeah. yeah. It. Yeah. It. I mean, it all comes down to perspective. You know. I mean. You know, someone with a mental illness or someone uh, going through a tough time, their perspective on the world is going to be a lot bleaker than somebody who's who's woke up and and, and uh, a little bit more positive, naturally positive. So yeah, the, perspective is a massive even, thing. Even my grand, like let's say my grandmother, who comes from a different time. You know, she was born in the forties, so I could never say that word around her. And not because you you know she has a different understanding of the of the word and the history behind it. You know what I mean. So I could never say the N word around her because I would get a slap in the face, right? Or if she heard my music, she would be offended. She would be like, "Hey, why are you using this?" But she's not in the streets like we are. You know, she's not she's not a part of the lingo, the new lingos that we've created amongst uh, like during the times of life. You know what I mean and you know, like you said, we're able to tr to turn these these evil things into comedy and into into comedic ways of using these words that are really used to be and are still used to hurt people. You know, but English exists, words exist, and we'll never be able to get rid of them. There was a time where, like, I think Oprah and other public figures they were like boycotting the word and you know trying to get rid of the word, but once it it's in the ether it's it exists so how do we use it you know how do we decide are we going to define us for centuries on centuries or just look at it as a word and be like okay we're, we've you know we're at a difference of life right now and you know no one's using it people are still using it with ill intent but not in the same 
same way as it was back in the day. Um, not to that that uh, severity. So English words words in general fuck people up. Can I swear on this? I can swear, right? Yeah, you can swear. I've already. Oh swore. yeah, we said we said, already said the same yeah, word. Yeah, yeah we said. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, that's this the worst. That's one of the worst words you could say. So. <laughs> All right. We need to call the episode that, like in parentheses, like words, words, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, um, kind of switching gears now, we've actually got a question from from our one of the biggest fans on the of the show, Jan Lizinski. Uh, I think this is directed to you, Aries. I don't know if you can see this question. Uh, what on your yeah, what's on your wall behind you? The squares. So for those for the, for those, uh, I just want to so so for those listening, um, we've got a question. Um, Aries has got a uh, he's got a some squares on on the back of his in his backdrop. Um, so yeah, very well, uh, very well noticed, Jan. Um, is is there any sp- meaning to these? Oh yeah, maybe you can. They're like quotes. I think it's like. They are quotes, yes. They are not mine, though. They are quotes. I'm actually uh, in an office right now, so the staff, uh, the staff members that work where I'm sitting right now, they have. Uh, this is sort of like their lounge area, and there are some positive messages, messaging, and quotes and stuff that they placed above. So I thought it would be cool to sit here to just have this positivity behind me, but. Uh, I have not contributed to this wall, so I can't take credit. But yeah, well, I'm, we at, I'm at work. I'm at work right now, actually. So okay. Well, I was gonna say you can't really put any excerpts from today's show on the back of that wall because um, I don't know. Maybe people might might think it's not that positive, but um, um not, yet, anyway. not yet. We'll not see how the rest of it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's kind of switch into the into more po- something more positive. Wait, wait, more I want to I want to ask I want to ask about Jan. Is Jan from Australia too? Jan's from Australia. Yes, he is. Um, oh, he's got another. He's got a, another quote here. Um, words are like weapons; they can wound sometimes. Very true. Very very true. And um, very true. yeah, uh, he's one of but the biggest fans of the. Sh- Sorry. Yeah. No. No. Go. 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 I was going to say, Jan, you've got to shout out to Jan. He's one of the biggest fans of the shows and he's always uh, supporting me. So, yep, I'm sending support right back at him. So, yeah, that's all. Um, so, Thank you, Jan. Thank you for your question. <laughs> all right. And but words, 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 can, words are like weapons. For sure, they've always been used as weapons, you know, but it's subjective. Like going back, back to like the comedic, like the stand-up example that I gave, like imagine being a stand-up comedian and you have like 200 people in front of you that you're performing for. And what you're saying makes about 90% of those people laugh, but there's that 10% that are just truly offended. Do your words become weapons then? Because your intent was really just to make people laugh. But the people internalizing and receiving those words they're getting offended. They think that you shouldn't be saying those things because they trigger something inside of you, whether it's a memory or a belief, you know, or whatever, you know, and it's, and then they're the ones who cancel you, quote unquote, right after that show. So 
it's really the intent behind those words and how we use them. You know what I mean? But even when you're using them in a positive manner, you're still going to have those, those groups of people that might not appreciate what you're saying or how you're saying it. So can I, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. That is so true. Yeah. I just want to play devil's advocate for a little bit. And, um, like, um, I mean, what if, what if, like, let's say, like, what if Gandhi became a stand-up comedian and he started ranting about the N-word and the C-word and he was really, really offensive, but outside the, 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 outside the stand-up, he was, he's obviously Gandhi, you know, he's giving, he's, he's, he's giving to children, he's giving to the less fortunate. Like, do, 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 do we judge him? Do we judge him for that 30 minutes on, on the, on the, on the stage or do we judge him for his lifetime achievement? You know, this, this was a great man. Like, why are we judging him for 30 minutes of, of, of just, um, I mean, he would never do it obviously, but like, I'm just kind of trying but to. Didn't people, but people still hated Gandhi and he wasn't a comedian. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he still did so positive and people still found ways to not appreciate him or like him or roll with his message and what he represented. So you know, the average Joe that stand on stage giving 30 minutes of performance time, you know, like you're really damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. It's like the 80-20, the 80-20 rule. You're going to have 80 people, 80% of people that are going to like your stuff. And there's going to be that 20% that just don't. And we have to be able to, to accept it. We have to be fearless in our performance, in our art, in our art, true art forms. Like your voice is your voice, Christian. Like you're... You should be able to say whatever you want because you're an individual. You created your own platform. You have a brain. You have a set of eyes. Bleed just like I do, hopefully. You know, like you could be a demon or, or a vampire. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, if you're a human being and where I'm a human being, your rights, you know, you have a voice. You have a tongue. Like, you could, you, you're allowed to have a perspective and to say what you want. But when people are starting to hear what you're saying and they have their own perspectives, their brains, their eyes, their mouths, you know, they're going to speak up against that if they disagree. We have to be okay with that, especially being public figures on these platforms, you know. Not everyone's going to agree. We can't be perfect podcasters. Like, people are going to dislike our stuff. That's why they they rate it one star sometimes, you know, like... <laughs> They rate sometimes. That's why they unfollow us on Instagram. You know, like every, not everyone's gonna like what we say or do. So we have to be okay with that. Hopefully, Gandhi was okay with it too. Yeah, Gandhi was cool. He was. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he would he would have been okay with it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, like, um, I don't know. Uh, it's just kind of. Yeah, you gotta be you. Yeah, you're right. You you just gotta at the end of the day, you just have to be you. Like, what? Who else are you gonna be? You know. And then, if you want to, if you have to conform to all these people, then you're not gonna be living an authentic life. And then, you're gonna wake up one day and you're gonna just think, shit, what have I? Who who am I? You know, I'm not. I'm trying to please everybody. It's like, yeah. Um, it's scary. That's scary. I mean, Imagine like living living your life for like others, like defining yourself based on what others like say of you or view you as or want you to be. Like yeah, that's I, scary. A lot, a lot of us are living like that in life, you know. 
we're doing. Honest- we're working. So, sorry, I was, I was going to say, like, to, to be honest, I lived that life uh, with my family, you know, my maybe my brothers in spe- specifically, you know, I, I'm always trying to kind of, I guess, uh, live in, in their shadow. I don't know, like, I guess my brothers care for me and, and they and they want they want the best for me and they're trying to maybe steer me in, in certain directions, but I don't want to go into that direction. So... Like, yeah, I'm trying to maybe, I think maybe 10 years ago, I would probably try and say things to please them and then try and um, appease them. But now, maybe look, now I'm 30 years old and now I'm looking back, like I, I feel like I can be me now. Like I, I'm happy to, I'm comfortable in my own skin. And it's a very liberating, or, or uh, very powerful thing to be. So, mm. yeah. Do they do they accept? And it doesn't matter if you care about this or not, because you're you now. Finally, you're able to just be yourself. You're free. Do they accept the version of you that you are now? Yes. Okay. I, I yeah I, I I believe so I I I believe so, but do I, you do you? Yeah. Fuck yeah. So what what was that what was that whole thing about wanting to like you know sort of get it was it like a validation thing you wanted their validation you wanted to be accepted by them and all of that yeah cuz i i valued their opinion and i valued their word and if i said anything that kind of went against their word i'd be like oh shit i'm like oh i've got to i've got to i've got to think oh what am i what am i going to say now um and you're in double think and and when you're double thinking what you're going to say that's a really bad place to be in when you double think triple think like oh shit is this gonna yeah so it's just so much easier just to be yourself and um it's it takes more courage but i think ultimately you end up being happier for it if you just be yourself I agree. I agree with you. It's it's true freedom. It's true freedom when you kind of unchain yourself from like, you know, not not being your true self. You know, when you finally get into that and and mold yourself into that, and you can look at yourself and be happy with who you are, and like, hey, like this is who I am, and this is who I'm ready to be. I'm ready to be myself, my true self fearlessly too and not to to appease you know like I, I i've gone through that as well with family and stuff you know wanting to wanting to hear those words like you know i'm proud of you and pushing myself hard to hopefully hear that from somebody but you might not you got to be okay with not receiving that you got to be proud of yourself you know what i mean so yeah it's it's uh it's it's a it's it's a phase, you know, some of us, I think in our twenties, like in our teens and our twenties, it's a phase. But when we get to like the thirties, I think we kind of, we're okay with who we are and we're kind of accepting of it. And no one can really tell us anything. We kind of see the bullshit from like a mile away before it even comes, you know, we, we just have a different lens once you get into like the thirties, if we're talking about age, you know, or the stage of life, you know, some people never get it. Some people are in their 40s or 50s and they still 
live, they're living a lie, you know, they're living their lives for others and not, they have not embraced their true selves. That's, tra- that's being trapped. That's the true definition of trapping yourself and chaining yourself to like a wall that you'll never get be, be free of. So we have to find ways to be, be ourselves, I believe. Yeah, that's true freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Do you believe in God? I believe in God, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't... Yeah, I think we all have our own version of what that looks like or is in our own minds and hearts, you know? And based on our experiences, I think we all experience God uh, in our own own unique and individual ways and I think that's okay you know I think something that's another thing we need to start speaking about because you and I we don't have the same vision of what God is in our minds we just don't and it's okay that doesn't mean you believe more than I do or vice versa we're individuals for a reason you know like we have our own when we close our eyes we see things different we see very different things um we can form things in our mind very differently and whatever God is, you know, or if it's a he, she, they, whoever, you know, it's a, it, it might look different, a bit different to both of us, but I do believe, I believe in a higher power. Um, I just happen to call it God sometimes, you know, but I don't, I don't necessarily think God is the name. I think that's just the title, you know, but uh, we, it's, it's like a, for lack of a better term, we call it God because we don't really know the actual name per se. But yeah, I think we're all, we have God in us, you know, and we're gods. We're not God, but we are gods. We're made in that image. We have a creator. Uh, just some of us aren't as, as connected to our creator as others. So yeah. Do you believe? Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah, I, I pray every night. Uh, that's part of my before I sleep. I, I always I always send the pray. I always pray to God, and I pray as a as a part to for my mental solitude. I pray for mental solidarity, and and what I mean by that is um, I send peace and love out to my family. I send peace and love out to my friends, and and I and I prepare myself for the next day. So it's like I'm kind of it's like a I'm like kind of it's like a message to myself and I in in prayer form and yeah I'm praying to something I'm praying to somebody someone's I know somebody's listening to me and some, some people may say that that's that's unscientific that's unrational that 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 just doesn't exist but I I I believe with my I feel through my heart and I feel through my heart and if I'm wrong I'm wrong I don't care but um look I'm just going to do it anyway because I, it's good to feel with your heart sometimes and it's good to be in that heart space. So that's where I'm coming from. So, yeah. You're, you're not wrong. Your your heart tells you that you're not wrong. So it's, it's right, you know, your gut. Like I feel like our guts are like our connection to the higher, the higher self and the higher above. Like whenever we're questioning something or we need an answer or a sign and our gut is telling us something like that's, that's God, no? I feel uh, that's like the the universe or sorry, our creator to us. So I pray as well, 
you know, and I meditate and I, it helps me center myself as hard as it is at times, because throughout your days, you're just so busy, you know, you're pulled in different directions on a daily basis, dealing with other human beings that have their own unique personality. Sometimes you forget to deal with your own personality, you know, so at night when it's just me, yeah, I pray. I talk, I talk out loud, but praying has kind of transformed into like me just speaking out loud. You know, I'll walk in my apartment and just talk out loud. And that's my form of prayer. Or like before bed, I'll have a conversation just out loud, you know? It's not, it's not like what I what praying used to be for me when I would just like kneel down and put my hands together. I pray differently now, so. But prayer is important. And when I wake up, the first thing I say is just thank you, God. Thank you for life. You know, thank you for another day. Like to wake up again, like it makes you smile. Like people are not waking up. So you, if you're here tomorrow, do something with that. You know, like that's a good thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So thankful. So grateful. Um, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so powerful. Yeah. And it's interesting because I'm going to go on a weird tangent here, but I was watching, um, there's a thing on Netflix about aliens. Um, and I'm not sure if you've watched it, but I don't know. I'm, I'm a fan of aliens. My, my inner nerd, my inner geek kind of, I, I love aliens. Um, I believe in aliens as well. Like I'm just going to put it out there. And, um, and, and I think, and I think, um, like, I, and, and there's this theory that there's this theory that our DNA our DNA may have correspond. Um, sorry, aliens may have intervened in our DNA and actually created humankind. And that's what this whole Netflix documentary alludes to. Um, I don't know why I, I brought that up, but I, I just thought I just think that there is life out. I think there is life out there, absolutely, hundred percent. And I think if we, if life came down to planet Earth, and it would kind of equalize our problems and um just bring a little bit more peace because yeah we're not that special it would kind of mm. ground us a little bit more i guess uh, mm. yeah how how ignorant would we be to think that we're the only ones that exist you know what i mean like come on it's unknown a lot of the things out outside of our globe is uh, is unknown you know the sea whatever's in the sea is unknown like, there are so many areas on this planet that have been unexplored. So outside of this sphere, this globe that we're, we're all habit, like, habitating on, like, or inhabiting, sorry, like, who knows what's, what's out there? And of course, there should, there's more life forms, you know? I don't, I don't, again, like, these terms, like, aliens or God, like, I don't know those are the correct terms of these, of these things that we speak of. So we use these terms for lack of a better term, but whatever aliens are, you know, they exist, but we just don't know what, I, I, they could be here right now, you know, I could be one, you could be one. So I'm, I'm certain they exist. I'm sure some of them walk among, amongst us, um, but we would never know until it's time. So our idea of what aliens are, you know, I don't think they're, they're it's what they've shown us like on cartoons and stuff, but. I like the Marvel Cinematic Universe because it talks to us about like timelines and stuff like that. Even though it's comic book stuff, they speak a lot about variants 
and different versions of ourselves on different timelines and it's still us but just a different version of us you know yeah uh, a version of us that has veered off from the main timeline like it's just they touch a lot about that stuff i think all of that stuff exists as well like time is not linear you know there's something going on right now in front of us that we cannot see just on a different plane like you know so i i believe in all of those things as well but some might hear that and think that that's ungodly you know they might think like oh you might not believe in god because you believe in that stuff or believe in aliens or whatever but i think you can believe in whatever you want yeah for sure sense of it yeah yeah the mind's a crazy place the mind can um yeah the mind if you kind of yeah, the mind is like this unlimited imagine, imaginative space that you can create almost anything. And I think society keeps uh, placing barriers and placing restrictions on ourselves, on our own minds. And But the mind should be a beautiful place where you can create. And I'm sure you can speak into this because you you, you create, I'm, I'm guessing you create on a daily basis uh, many things. And yeah, uh, maybe I'm... What does is, what is creation mean for you? I know it's a broad question, but um, yeah, what does it mean for you? Our minds are expansive. Like we're not meant to limit ourselves, you know, but like you were saying, like society, they dumb us down. They want us to dumb ourselves down and to distract our brains. You know, our mind, there's this thing I say, like our minds have a mind of its own. <laughs> You know, this is like the fact that we can think is so incredible, but we don't um, we don't acknowledge that because we think it's just so basic. Like, oh, I'm just alive. Like, you're alive. Like, <laughs> you can think. Like, you can speak. You can hear me right now. You know, we're speaking on this screen. Like a decade ago, we weren't even able to do something. Or twenty years ago, like things are not so just whatever you know like it's it's amazing to be alive and to, to to be able to function the way that we do so we do see like as clearly you're you have some awareness that you know society is yeah they're trying to dumb us down and it's sad but i do believe that we need to unblock like that limited way of thinking like we have to have a limitless way of thinking, you know, especially when it comes to thinking about yourself and who you are. Like a lot of people tell themselves they can't do something. They can't do something. Like imagine telling yourself that. And most likely you're telling yourself that because you've heard people tell you that, that you cannot do something. And then you, you, you just become like this, like you're just limited. You've now limited yourself to your cap your own capabilities because someone else has made you believe that you cannot do something. So I, I don't believe in that. I think that we need to uh, free our minds, so to speak. I know that sounds corny. That's like a, a quote from the matrix. Like that's Morpheus, you know, free your mind. But there, there's a lot of messaging in that film series, you know, on how you look at yourself and your, what you're actually capable of versus what you've been programmed to think that you're capable of. Um, so creating is just another way of me. Like, it's not what I do, it's who I am. I was born to be creative. 
and I accept that. And there are a lot of things on this planet that I don't know, and I'm okay with that, but I know what I know. And I know that the things that I know, there are people that don't know. So, you know, like, I don't believe in like, oh, there's like the smartest guy alive or a genius. Like that person is just knowledgeable in that area and that thing. But I guarantee you there's something that you know that that person does not know. And we have to be comfortable with saying things like that and be okay with being able to, you know, coexist, you know? What is real intelligence? What is real understanding and knowledge of self? So creating every day, like I look at, I look at everything as art, even the work that I do, just communicating with human beings and finding creative ways to address their issues and concerns. And you and I having a conversation, that's an art form, you know, it's, it's a lost art, in fact, because a lot of people don't know how to communicate. A lot of people think communication is just the verbal, but you have to also listen. And that's a part of communication. So I just, I love to create and I look at everything as art and even challenges are art, you know? Like, how am I gonna maneuver around this one? How am I gonna not allow myself to be frustrated and instead, you know, use the situation to my advantage and creative? come up with a creative way on how to deal with this or address this situation or address my emotions, my sadness, my anger, my disappointment. Let's get creative because <laughs> there is no one way to just deal with something, you know? Like therapy is not the answer for everything. So yeah, you could express yourself through many ways and tools, you know? So yeah. Powerful stuff. And I wanted to ask you some specific advice um, in, in, on planet Earth. I want to ask you some specific advice and how do I improve my rap game? How do I, how do I improve my lingual dexterity and my, and my ability to, to flow? I'm, I can, well, can, 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 can we get you on the podcast to just to do a bit of a freestyle? Is that, is that something you'd be down, you'd be cool to do? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Can you stop? Is that, is, that, is that music coming through? Oh, it is. We, it is. we in the flow now. Oh, I brought sand to my beach because my beach is better. I know you got some. I know you got some skills here. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late for this, brother. <laughs> All right. What we'll time say is that. It over? Are we, are we, what time uh, is it over there? It's 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 one at one p.m. One p.m. 1 p.m. Lucky you. Yeah, it's 11 so, p.m. So, 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 like, my body clock is telling me it's all systems go right now. And, um, like, I think your body clock is, is almost shutting down. Um, but maybe maybe we could save it for podcast episode two. Can we please, do it for podcast? Please. Yes, yes I'll prepare. All right. I'll do, yeah, I'll do a bunch of stuff. But, I mean, if, like... We have YouTube now, so if people want to learn how to rap, they could just Google how to YouTube, how to rap, and I'm sure some links will pop up, but, um, like, you know, like, for me, growing up, like, poetry, like, ex I was really angry as a child, you know, so, and I didn't have many people to speak about that anger, so I took to, like, pen and paper, and I never, I didn't even realize that I was rhyming these, these things, you know, or this was poetry, like expressing my feelings on paper. 
they just became poetry, you know, and then, and then like, you know, one day my, my grandmother found my, my words and she looked at it and interpreted it as a suicidal note, you know, but really it was just me writing out my feelings and my thoughts on paper, but I wasn't going to do anything to myself, you know, so I, I think, I don't know, I can't, I don't feel like rap or poetry is like something you should just wake up and roll over and do. Like hopefully the art form is really in your heart. Like something sparked it for you to to express yourself through that art form, you know? And it's not just like a task or a job that you do because that takes away from the art, the, the energy of the art form itself. So um, yeah. Okay. Well said, yeah. I feel like you want to rap. I feel like you want to rap. <laughs> nah, uh, look, I'm a very mediocre at best. What's your uh, rap name? What's your rap name? Um, K-Buddy. K-Buddy, okay. K-Buddy. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> uh, I just made that up on the fly. I'm going to okay. go down to Rye. I just made a tie. Um, that's my that's my best attempt at, at rapping. Please, please don't, please don't rate that or judge that because um i'm still a work in progress at the moment so but um no, in all honesty though me. yeah go go and also, in all honesty though how good does it feel when, when you when you spit out when you just when you're flowing and words are coming out of your mouth and the, and it and it's just this energy you just feel so empowered you know when you uh yeah when 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 things are just clicking and things are working well it's um it's just a an enjoyable experience, I, I feel. Um, like I, I'm not a very good rapper, but when I put two and two sentences together, I, I feel like a boss. You know, I feel cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you are you announcing an album release? Like dates? Like is this? Uh, I'm, gear, I'm gearing up for something. Like I'm ready. I'm getting ready for. But even even with even with podcasting, like when you hear yourself and you're like, oh, that's a successful episode. Like I sound really good. Like I conveyed my message the exact way I, I, I heard it in my head or even better, whether it's through podcasting or music. It's like, yeah, it's a fulfilling feeling because it's like. It's almost surreal. Like I just did that. Like I put my voice on that music. I recorded it. And it sounds like that, or I spoke with this guest and that's the conversation we had. Wow. Like I'm learning from a conversation that I had with another person that I probably, I'm learning more things now, listening back to that episode than when I was in that moment, having that conversation. Like these are amazing things that can't, should not be taken for granted, you know, like these little these nuances like of just like, you know, just moments and, and experiences and it's creativity. Our whole existence is, is creation. We were created. We were created. So who are we to not create, you know? Yeah, that's a powerful that's a powerful statement to make. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. What's I guess uh, I'm just curious about yourself and what's what's the next? I guess where are you gonna step 
next? Which which step? Which foot are you gonna? Uh, what what's what's your next move in life? What's what what's your next play? is next <laughs> uh, what I want what I what I want to do is really just I want to continue creating I never want to stop that's for sure um, not to sound like superficial or anything like that but I do want to create like I want the who and how club this thing that I created to become bigger than just a podcast. You know what I mean? I want it on, uh, I want to turn it into something, something that I could just give away and then at some point, like give it and then step away from it as it operates on its own. You know what I mean? I want to build it. I want to build it into something bigger than just a podcast or an event series or a blog or whatever. I want it to just, I want it to, to have its own legs where it walks and runs and it's a, it's its own brand and its own, you know, it, it gives back to the community, you know, as a non-for-profit, let's say, you know, like I just have all these ideas and these plans for myself, but it all revolves around creating and just being a better version of myself than I was a couple of days ago. And uh, I'm trying to jump into the Lazarus pit so that I could forever look young um, and, and just stay young and keep young people around me so that I continue to get inspired and just, you know, steel sharpens steel. So I think having a lot of good people around you who have perspectives and ideas to keep you sharp and on your toes is important. And just surrounding yourself with like good energy and good people who want to see you succeed. Um, so I'm building on stuff like that and just, yeah, building the movement, the who and how movement and Eris as an, as an artist and a creator. I'm not just a rapper or a podcaster or these other, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Eris first. I, I, in fact, Eris is just my name, but I am who I am first. And then I create as well, you know, so just expanding on all of those creative ideas that I've had that I've already brought some to life and I'm ready to bring some more to life. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we may, we may end the episode at that. Um, and guys, I've, I've got the, if you're, if you're watching, I've got the heiress, the who and how club. That's the, the podcast. If you want to check that out and, yeah, I guess you, that that was a good final message to to end on. Um, but Christian, sure you gotta you, answer, you, you gotta answer that question too. Like, what is next for Christian? What is next for you? Like, who? Like, when you you mentioned earlier about you know like you being thirty now and you're being, you know, you're you're living your true self. You're you now. You know, you're what what does what does Christian look like in like five years? Where is Christian? Family, family, uh, starting my own family and really sacrificing everything to have a great family. And that's, that's a goal that I've put down. That's, 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 it's not really a goal. It's more of a, it's a, it's, it's a pathway. I, I call it a pathway. My pathway mm. is to have, is to meet somebody that I, I haven't met somebody that I've fallen in love with. I want to meet someone that I can fall in love with and, and, and start a family. That's, that, that's, that's my next step in life 
and I don't want to force that too much because I know if you kind of force things in life, they don't. It, it's I want it. I want it to be organic, but um, I want to work towards it somehow. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I want it. I want to work towards it, but I don't want to force it. So um, that's my next step. Yeah. To answer is, the question. Is, now that you're 30, do you feel like there's? Uh... Because I know you mentioned you don't want to force it, but I know deep down in our minds, sometimes we have this image of what things should look like and what we really, we want things to happen when we want it to happen. Being 30 now, do you feel like there's some sort of, uh, not a rush, but like, are you really eager for that to happen? Like, what if you're 36 and you're not there? Whatever you just said that you want. Would that make you feel like you have failed at all or like you're you're falling behind or you're running out of time kind of thing? Yes, it would. It would. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. It, 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 it would make me feel like that. Yes. Um, so... <laughs> I like yes. that. I like that. True honesty, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I, I feel like my time on life, my time on planet Earth is is very limited, very finite. If I grow, if I if I'm 80 years old, if I if I've I've got 50 years left, so I've got 50 years left of living this beautiful life. So I guess, look, I don't want to I don't want to put this rush or this this, but in the back, in the deep, in the deep recesses of my own mind. There's, there is a clock there. There, there is. I, I, it, it, it is there, and some people don't like to think of that clock, but I remind myself of the clock. And yeah, it, yeah, that's, it's there. It's not. It's not. I, I have. I have to acknowledge that it is there. So, but is it there because you've placed it there? because you want that thing to happen so badly, right? At a certain point, like you want it, you want to get to a stage where it happens when you want it to happen. So have you placed that clock there? Yes, I probably have. I have probably superficially placed that clock there um, just to kind of speak to the universe and and speak to uh, make it, uh, materialize it. Uh, I want to materialize yes. it. Manifest. You're manifesting it. I want to manifest it. Yeah, because at the moment it's just in my mind, and I need to take it from my mind to reality. And there's a few, there's certain things that I need to do in order for that to happen. So, yeah. And all, are those things self-based, like working on yourself, kind of thing, or what are those things? Uh, it's financial. It's self-development. It's spiritual. It's it's certain things, yeah, that that need to come together, and then once they all come together, uh, it'll make this thing a lot easier. This pathway will be a lot easier to go down. So, yeah. Is it easy meeting women in Australia? Because I might want to come over. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> uh, is it easy meeting? Well, yes and no. I mean, or it's are easy you, to. Are you an online guy? Uh, no, I, I, I love the real world, you know, and I love yeah, the real world. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like this is a bit of a, a problem because we're going down this online fake superficial world of, of, of filters and, and all this bullshit. And, I, you know, I, I like to just say hello to people in the street. I'll just say hello to people in the street. You know, that, that, that homeless person, 
that washes your car. You know, today I gave him $5 to wash my car because I want to connect with this guy. And I said hello to him and I gave him $5. And, you know, it's all about human connection ultimately, you know. And that's – I love to connect with people. And, yeah, I think it's – to answer – I was going to say to answer your – sorry, to answer your question, I would say it's – it's easy to meet women, but it's not easy to meet the right woman. You have to meet the right person. I think it's way more difficult to meet the right person. And let's do an let's do an exchange program. You come, you replace me over here. I'll come over there, and I think we'll have different. Because uh, it's it's getting rough over here, man. I need a change of the scenery. <laughs> I think you do too. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I would love to come the over. I'd love thing, to. The online yeah. thing is like, yeah, it's a lose-lose, I feel. On that. And if you're a person like yourself or even myself who likes the human and the, the face-to-face, right? Like nothing will ever beat that. But most most of the people that exist now, like they're just, they're distracted, man. Like they think that that's actually the right way to be connected with someone, like to connect with someone when really it's in person. So people are really confused right now as to what that is supposed to look like, you know? Like sometimes I wish I grew, I grew up like in back in the day where like you would just go to a grocery store and, and you just fall in love and you stay married with that same person for forever. Like I wish I grew up in that time, you know? Yeah, I think there's a element of, um, uh, I think anxiety is a buzzword at the moment. I've I, I, I've never really understood what anxiety is, because I just I just don't understand what it is. But uh, I think that this is this 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 anxiety holds us back from interacting with other people. And when you when you when you when you step when you when you're in your heart space when you're so far in your mind uh, so far in your in 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 the belief that other people are beautiful, that you're not scared to talk to other people because you mm. feel like, hey, this is just another brother, this is just another another sister. Like, I, I can just say, I can say hello to this person because, you know, like why should I be scared for? You know, this just say hello. Like, what's so scary about saying hello? You know, so I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, people, I, fear, 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 and anxiety—they play, they're synonymous. You know, like they're. Uh, they're, they're like a tag team, especially nowadays, especially nowadays. Like you said, anxiety is this this trigger, this word, right? Like people don't even know how to define it or know that they have it, first of all, or what that looks like. But the fear plays a part where it's like it prevents you from connecting with someone on a, on a real level, making new friends even. Or it's just people, I don't know, man. But meanwhile, you have like a hundred messages on this and you're able to text anybody you want right there's no fear in this but to see each other to say hello is like it's people find that hard to even fathom you know that thought so we're just in a weird a weird space i actually hope the aliens come very soon and do something with whatever we got going on over here because we need a reset For sure, for sure. We need a reset, man. Um, nah, but I mean, look, sending, I guess, yeah, I mean, look, sending peace and love, I mean, this is just kind of, 
where we're at. And I think I'm, a, I'm an optimist. I, I always believe that the human race is, is on the upwards. We're always, we're always going upwards. Uh, and I think we're always on an upwards trajectory. We're never going like this Corona crap. You know, it's just, a, it's just an obstacle, just like this technical issue that we had at the start. It's just an obstacle, but you know, as the human race, we, we will get through this. And I think uh, there will be a great future for us. So yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I'm not that cynical, but still, you know, there's some things that need to get, I just feel like there's some things that need to change. Cause I feel like we're getting into a vicious, like we're disconnecting from not only each other, but ourselves even. So we need to catch ourselves now before it gets worse, you know? Like what's next, you know, Instagram, we have all these, these apps, you know, but what's next? There's always something new that comes out that traps us even more, you know, and we get, we get distracted and we get discouraged and we feel insecure based on the imagery that is being presented to us. So we change ourselves physically when we're still the same effed up person anyway, emotionally and mentally. So change, you're not even happy with who you are and your makeup. And it, it's just scary, brother. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah, that Instagram, it, it kind of, yeah, it makes, it makes you feel insecure in that comparison mode. It's just, it's just a game that the mind plays effectively. But um, like you, you mentioned a really cool thing there. You mentioned, you mentioned um, dis, uh, disconnect and... I recently went out to. There's a place in in Australia called Mount Riddle Creek, and I went there with Mount my friend. Mount Mount Riddle Creek, and okay. I, I I went there with my friends, and 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 uh, we had no phone reception. We had and and I and we literally in 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 the middle of nowhere, and it was silent. And I don't think I'm not sure if like if I'm not sure if you've been in silence before, but or like like this silence was scary like it was so it was actually eerie silence and we weren't connected to anywhere we were just it was just me and my best mate and we were just out and uh, like uh, yeah like we we were disconnected and i think more people need to disconnect in in life just get off the radar get off that that uh, you know that system uh, and i'm i'm I, I'm happy to hear that that like you had you got to experience that. I'm jealous of that because it's been a while since I've been able to do that. But I enjoy that. Like I used to be in a relationship where like that's another thing. Like if I find another woman, uh, another partner, in, in some time in the near future, like she has to be on the same page with stuff like that. Cause I, you know, like, but not for me to convince her to do that. Like, I hope she just does that on her own where like, she's not afraid to leave her phone in the car while we go and explore the city together or explore nature, or leave the phones at home while we go camping. Like, I, I want to meet someone who has that same mentality because I have that. I'm not afraid to leave my phone at home. I'm not afraid to forget it on purpose or, or stray away from it, you know, but like, it's such an accessory. It's like people are, it's like an, your identity now, you know? So I, if going back to like the relationship talk, I hope that, you know, 
I meet someone and hopefully you do too, that is uh, someone who is not so obsessed with this and that this doesn't define her or him or whoever, you know, like we have to disconnect. We have to go into nature and we have to just embrace the silence and the nature, the sounds of nature. Like that's how you actually recharge yourself. Like throughout your week, you're drained because you're interacting with so many human other people. You're going to work, you're doing this nine to five thing, you're working for somebody else, whatever. But if you just went into nature like once a week, you get to recharge yourself naturally. I talk to trees. <laughs> touch trees, touch a tree, go sit next to a tree and see what happens. You know what I mean? Climb with tree and see what happens see the type of feeling you get go sit by the water and hear the waves and that's nature speaking with you not to you with you and you can you, if you just close your eyes and embrace that you'll you'll gain perspective of you're a part of that you're a part of that functioning of nature you know but this technology is disconnecting us from that so just yeah, I hope you meet someone that is that is open to stuff like that as well, you know. So do I. <laughs> um, yeah, well. Um, <laughs> so uh, well, look, I might, I might, I might finish the episode there. It's been, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, and yes, uh, I wish, yes. I wish, wish all the best okay. for your your future. And um, thank you. Yeah, I'm you sure you will, Christian. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What'd you say? You're sure. You're sure uh, I'm sure you'll find the uh, the um, the uh, the the right person for you to go and disconnect and and um, yeah, I'm sure you'll find that. I'm sure both of us will find the the perfect person. So uh, yeah, sending those good vibes, those those positive vibes out. And uh, oh, you know yeah. they're aliens, right? You know they're aliens. <laughs> no, <laughs> the the women yeah. you and I want, our partners, whoever we're gonna meet, they're not from here. They're, they're not from they're, here. They're on their way. They're on their way. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know what to say. Um, yeah. Um, it's it's it'll be interesting. <laughs> it'll be interesting. It'll be it'll be a good it'll be a good experience. So. Um, yeah. Anyway, guys, Christian, I appreciate yeah, I appreciate yeah. you having me on today's show. We're gonna talk to you about like getting on the Who and How Club as well, and keep this conversation going and stuff like that. So, we'll definitely connect offline for that stuff. No worries. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening. All the best. Thank you.